Today the summer has come at my window with its sighs and murmurs, and the bees are plying their minstrelsy at the court of the flowering grove. Now it's time to sit quiet, face to face with thee, and to sing dedication of life in this silent and overflowing leisure. From the Indian poet Rabindranath Tagore, 1861 to 1941. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Avanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for June 21st to 28th, 2019, the last quarter of the strawberry moon. And here are some calendar events. Summer begins at 11.54 a.m. on June 21st. Also, on June 21st, 1834, Cyrus McCormick patented his mechanical reaper, which transformed American agriculture. June 22nd, 1772, slavery was outlawed in England. June 25th, 1876 was the Battle of Greasy Grass, also known as Custer's Last Stand. The general, he don't ride well anymore. June 26th is the birthday of author and humanitarian Pearl S. Buck in 1892. On June 27th, 1901, hundreds of fish fell in a heavy rain on Tiller's Ferry, South Carolina. And June 28 marks the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising in New York City in 1969. Here are some natural events. Working in the garden one morning this past week, I heard loud chirps high above that I knew meant only one thing, osprey. Looking up, I saw two of the great speckled birds circling high above me, and a third not far away. As they have long been a totem for me, and being confident that I am the center of the universe, I assumed that they were calling to me and circling so I could see them, to my delight. Soon enough, fortunately, I came to my senses and realized that they were calling and circling not for my delight, but for their own. The osprey, or fishhawk, is second only to the eagle in size and avian charisma around here. Once severely diminished by DDT, osprey populations are now burgeoning worldwide on every continent but Antarctica. The osprey's wing spread can be up to six feet, its nest is an enormous pile of sticks that may reach 10 feet tall and is added to year after year for up to 70 years or more. Ospreys generally mate for life. And there is nothing quite like the feeling of being buzzed by a pair of ospreys shrieking their warning for paddling a little too close to their nest high in a dead spruce by the water or like watching one fly in place above the water looking for fish, and then tuck its wings in and drop like a rock 
to hit with a splash and arise with the fish in its talons, then fly to its nest to feed its young. Sometimes an eagle will try to steal the fish, and Benjamin Franklin thought this theft was one of several things which disqualified the eagle from being our national bird. So no, those ospreys weren't circling and calling just for me, but I was delighted anyway. Here's a saltwater report. As lobster boats fare forth and traps slide beneath the waves, the scarcity of herring for bait is making fishermen a little nervous. Atlantic herring quotas have been cut by 70% this year because of diminished levels due to overfishing. That means about 50 million pounds of herring that won't be available for lobster bait. Lobstermen are experimenting with everything from pig skin to freshwater carp trucked in from Illinois. And right now, the pig skin looks pretty good. Here's a mountain report. You've undoubtedly heard about the recent horrors on Mount Everest. At this writing, 11 climbers have died on those heights this season. And a recent cleanup removed 12 tons of trash. What a sad desecration of this iconic mountain. So here's a thought. Climb Awanajo instead. Do the math and you will find that climbing our little mountain once a week for a year is more than climbing mighty and legendary Everest once from sea level. Now there's something for your bucket list. And here's a rank opinion. Your commentator's self-absorption, the decimation of the osprey, the overfishing of herring, and the desecration of Everest are all cases of human folly, as if we needed any more. But consider instead the steady return of entire threatened species, the osprey, the eagle, the kestrel, the brown pelican, and others, when DDT was banned around the world. It's inspiring to see the international cooperation that saved these magnificent birds. And the same cooperation is capable of bringing the whole planet back from the brink. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first one from Mahatma Gandhi or Dwight D. Eisenhower or Florence Robinson. If the people lead, the leaders will follow. And from Jane Austen, Wickedness is always wickedness, but folly is not always folly. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.